0: What's good, y'all? Welcome back to The Cycle 365. This is episode 36, recorded on June 8th, 2020. I am one of your co-hosts, Simon Villanos.
1: I'm Cody Stauffer. And I'm Jesse Booten.
0: And it's been a hot minute since us three have been able to talk together. It's been at least two weeks.
1: Yep. And Jesse... (laughs) Back in High town USA, his favorite place on the planet. <laughs> More like Moo. Well, hold
0: on. <laughs> yep, yep. Oh, so we're gonna we're back with the normal content of today. We're gonna react to the top seventy-four basketball players of all time. I know this is a little overdue, a little late, but you know, we have some pretty strong opinions. So we're gonna start at the top going down because I feel like that's the most obvious way of going about it so 1 through 10 I'll go ahead and just say you know what it is 1 through 10 so at number one it's Michael Jordan number two it's LeBron James number three it's Kareem Abdul-Jabbar at number four it's Bill Russell number five it's Magic Johnson number six it is Wilt Chamberlain at number seven it's Larry Legend Larry Bird at number eight it's Tim Duncan number nine it's Kobe Bryant and then at number 10 it's Shaq so let's talk about this list uh, for y'all. What 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 were the most obvious picks, and then yeah, let's go with that. What were the most obvious spots? What did ESPN nail?
1: Michael Jordan at one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Are you,
0: sure you don't want LeBron at one. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: not yet, but no, I feel like okay. one, two, and three is. I I think that. That's perfect. One, one through three, and then you can make arguments through for four through ten, but you can't argue one through three. In my opinion,
0: yeah. I mean, I would, I would probably. I don't know if I'm being honest. Maybe it's just because I, uh, I, I didn't watch you know, a lot of these older players like that. But I kind of feel like maybe able to throw in a Bill Russell or a Wilt Chamberlain pretty close next to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. But I can't really argue with Kareem at three, though.
1: No, I mean, he's still the all-time leading scorer.
0: Yeah, that's right. Okay, okay, yeah, then you got a point, you got a point. I'll give it to you there, um, you know, for now. Well, you said uh, not yet for LeBron, right?
1: No, not yet.
0: What would, it, what would it take for him to be number one? Two more championships. What about you, Jesse?
2: I think Michael Jordan should be at number one, and LeBron should be at two. No matter what, LeBron will always be at two? No, not necessarily. I'm just saying right now, I'm doing this right now. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's definitely a possibility that LeBron can overcome Michael Jordan. Like Cody said, if he wins a few more championships, um, and then I guess I'll I'll see it at the end of his career, what happens if, if he does win those two more championships and if he, you know, continues to play as he is, um, then yeah, I think he could, he could probably overtake Michael Jordan. But as of right now, I think Cody's right and he should be at two. All right, fair enough, fair
0: enough. All right, so let's talk about surprises in the top ten. Were there any surprises for y'all at all?
1: Not really. I would reorder it just a little bit. Jesse, you're nodding. Oh. What What would just, you reorder?
2: I just personally think Kobe Bryant should be higher than nine.
1: Where Where would you put him on this list?
2: Um. Well, at least above Tim Duncan for sure. Um. And then. <laughs> Maybe, I don't know, maybe, that's tough. Um, I could see him up with Magic Johnson in five and six, Wilt Chamberlain.
1: See, I, 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 when I first looked at this list, I was, I was thinking that, but honestly, I think that Tim Duncan should be ahead of Larry Bird and maybe even Wilt Chamberlain just because of the team player that he was. And I don't necessarily think that Kobe should be ahead of Tim just because... He, he was like the dude on for, for that Spurs franchise and they haven't won a championship since he's been gone. I mean, same with the Lakers and Wait. you know Kobe, yeah. but I feel yeah. like the Spurs are a lot further from like... Hold up,
0: doesn't, doesn't Tim Duncan only have five championships and Kobe has six?
1: No, they both have five. Wait.
0: Oh, sh- oops, never mind. <laughs> okay, yeah, I mean, I'll I'll give it to you there. Uh, didn't Tim Duncan win in three different decades too?
1: Yeah, he won at the end of the 90s and then three in the 2000s I'm pretty sure and then one more in the 2010s against the Heat nonetheless. And he's also a—I think he's a better all-around player. Like Kobe Bryant's definitely a better scorer than Tim Duncan but I honestly think that Duncan's like rebounding and also like you know i i'd say that he's a really good underrated passer even
0: yeah sure i'll, I'll give it give it to them um like this is just me probably being a little bit biased but i really don't think larry birds as good as he is and he should probably be closer to the back end of this top 10 it's just my opinion
1: i mean he's a top 10 player of all time and yeah. you know his career was like it was only like 10 years, but he did so much in that 10 years. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. I, no, I got you. He did do a lot for sure. But, I mean, you know, we're talking about longevity too here as well. I assume that's what, that, that, that applies to this list, you know, playing throughout multiple, uh, I yes eras, you could say, or for pl- playing at a high level for as long as you can. So like, no, oh, no. That's just. I know it's not his fault that his body broke down on him, but I mean, if we're splitting hairs, then that's what I'm going to.
1: Yeah, I mean, like I already said, I moved Tim Duncan ahead of Bird, and then I could probably move Kobe ahead of Bird. It's. It, I think also part of it is like impact too, because yeah. it, it took Bird and Magic to really make basketball like a national, um, you know spectacle
0: big deal yeah
1: so but I think I don't really have anything else on the top 10 um I mean of course you could like I said you could move four through 10 in a lot of different ways just because you know Shaq at the height of his powers was you know probably the best center of all time as far as peak goes but you know and just his size and athleticism but I my biggest move is Tim Duncan up to number six
2: yeah, fair enough. Let's see, did you have anything to add, or are we good? No, I think we're good. I think I just may try to make my uh, case for Kobe, you know? Rip.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, I, I get that. I feel like, I don't know, I'm not gonna lie. I feel like now that he's gone, like, there's definitely... Sometimes there's definitely a feel that he was way better than what he was at times which is just like that's just how you know NBA legends are seen once once they pass or athletes in general you know once they pass, you know but I mean it's it's hard to take it at face value so I, I get it but I would I would agree that Kobe should be a little bit higher than where he's at home. yeah all right so moving on at 11 we have Oscar Robertson at 12 we have Hakeem Olajuwon at 13, we have Steph Curry. Uh, at 14, we have Kevin Durant. At 15, we have uh, Dr. J, Julius Irving. At 16, we have Jerry West. At 17, we have Carl Malone. At 18, we have Moses Malone. At 19, we have my boy, Dirk Witzke. At 20, we have Kevin Garnett. And then at 21, we have Scottie Pippen. All right, All
1: right. so
0: there's a lot to argue here.
1: Yeah, ahead, yeah there is. Yeah, there is. Yeah, I'm... Okay, listen here. Kevin Durant ahead of Dr. J is one of the most blasphemous things I've ever seen in my entire life. Like, yeah, he's a one-of-a-kind one, one of a kind scorer of all time, but let's be real. If he doesn't join a super team, he doesn't have two rings. So, you know, and, and that's, that's why Steph Curry is ahead of Kevin Durant is because without Steph Curry, Durant ain't nothing. So, and, you know, we'll watch his career career fizzle out over in Brooklyn. Also, also Carl Malone is, you know, I, I've talked about this before and I mentioned it in an article I wrote. Off the field or off the field or off the court in this case matters. And Carl Malone is like the single-handed most sus guy of all time. Like, if you, if you don't know, look into it, but he impregnated a, a minor and then didn't raised the kid. And he did that like twice. And he also was like, things came out that he was flirting with Vanessa Bryant when he was on the Lakers with Kobe. So like, yeah, Karl Malone's a bum. He shouldn't be ahead of Moses Malone. And he shouldn't be ahead of Dirk. I mean, Dirk is one of the best scorers of all time. And he can score from all levels. Karl Malone wasn't like a three point shooter the way that Dirk was. That's my two cents. That's my two cents. And put Kevin Durant behind the logo as well. Jerry West, come on.
0: Okay, how how about this? Hear me out. I I know I'm a a little bit of a homer, but would you put Dirk above KD? Yes. Okay, well, I guess that wasn't controversial. What about you, Jesse?
2: I also agree that Dirk should be above Kevin Durant.
1: Yes. But I would probably still have Dirk behind Steph Curry.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Steph
0: Curry, you know, he revolutionized the game. I don't think, uh, okay, when I first saw it, like, I was like, Steph Curry's a little bit high. No, but I feel like that's fair because he did revolutionize the game. So I'm not going to blame him. I think his spot's fine. Would y'all agree or disagree?
1: It's, it's tough because he's in the league, you know, Uh, like, and I think that we're going to run into that with a lot of players that are still active you know, because it's hard to judge like the trajectory. But you know, if he comes back from his injuries and you know, starts hitting 303 pointers a season again, like we're not even going to be discussing it. He might be a top 10 player of all time. So I think 13 is fair, but 14 is definitely too high for Kevin Durant because Dirk's one ring means more than Kevin Durant's two will ever mean.
0: And he really did only win two All right. fair enough fair enough all right so at 21 scotty pippen was there in my opinion i think he's a little bit too low i would probably put him over katie that's just me
2: but i was, i wouldn't agree simon i was just about to say that next but that's the next thing i have to say sir i think scotty pippen deserves to be higher than a 21 definitely above kevin durant um also Kevin Garnett, I think he I mean Kevin Garnett is right in front of him. Why is Kevin Garnett right in front of him? Scottie Pippen is a
1: much better player than Kevin Garnett, but Scottie Pippen true. has five more rings than Kevin Garnett has.
0: Yeah. True, yeah. I mean I mean, okay, I get it that he had Michael Jordan, so I guess they hold that against him, but like, you know, he's he was still really good though. Like he led that bulls team to the playoffs after MJ left and and he walked down like the best players on the other side of the court, you know, from time to time. So, I, I mean not I... I
1: was just going to say Pippen was the best defender on the best team of all time. Like Pippen could guard one through five, you know. Like Kevin oh. Kevin Garnett can't guard a point guard. He cannot.
0: <laughs> like... yeah, probably not. Uh probably not. I don't think he would be able to guard a Westbrook.
1: No way. Okay. Like a, like a fast burst one, you know? So Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. All right. Were there anything else uh, in this Puff 10 here that uh, we could dispute? Like, I've, I mean, I don't know. There, there is a lot of people you can move up, to be honest.
1: Pippen's H- top 20, right? He's inside of 20, like oh, ni- yeah. 19 at least.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay. kg top 20 because i don't think he is
1: i think he's pretty high i mean he does have the one mvp you know but okay i mean mvp is a big deal you know mvp awards are a big deal but his ring doesn't mean a whole lot to me because he wasn't even the second best player on that team
0: Fair enough yeah. i i mean i believe that so
1: good defender move on but yeah Do you want me to get the next 10?
0: Yeah, go for it.
1: All right. So at 22, we got Elgin Baylor 23, Charles Barkley 24, David Robinson 25, Kawhi Leonard 26, Dwayne Wade 27, Giannis 28, John Stockton 29, Allen Iverson 30, Steve Nash 31, Isaiah Thomas. And I think that's a good place to stop because there's definitely a lot to dispute here. In my opinion, I think that this is like the most, like the worst part, like the worst set of 10 on this list.
0: All right, well, let's talk about it. Uh, here, you, you bring up one player. you will bring up one player.
1: Well, there's a lot to talk about. Jesse. What's okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> isaiah isaiah Thomas is too low yes he's easily a better defender than Nash or AI were in my opinion and uh you know he has he has rings too and he was the premier player on the bad boy Pistons and honestly he was a pretty underrated scorer like he dropped forty in a couple of playoff games so that's just my opinion. I think he's a better point guard than than the other two.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, I agree. Rings mean a lot. So, I mean, at least to me, they mean a lot. So, like, I would probably put him over Stockton, Nash. And, you know, I mean, AI, AI was really entertaining and, like, he was my boy and all that, but i probably have to put him over AI. That's
1: close. It's definitely close because AI was just so good.
0: What do y'all think about Giannis being at 27? I know, you know, he's been doing some crazy stuff, but um, I don't know if has the winning to, to be this high, if I'm just being honest. I, I feel like he's an amazing player, don't get me wrong, but I just feel like he doesn't have enough playoff wins to be here.
1: I mean... He's only been in the league for five years?
0: Longer than that. Are he you entered sure? when he was 18.
1: Oh, well, I mean, I it still in relative terms, he hasn't been in the league a super long time. And I think that alone shouldn't, like, okay, so he's been in the league seven years. And, like, he's, he's here on his ceiling, right? right. And... You know, he he's won an MVP, but like you said, there just hasn't been enough success in the playoffs and like I don't know like like if Giannis's career ended right now, I don't know if he'd be a legend, you know.
0: I don't think he would. I feel like okay, I'm not gonna go there. I was about to say that, you know, you'll kind of be on the same part as Derek Rose if he like got injured and like retired right now. Uh that's not fair. I don't know. I just don't think he deserves to be in the top thirty. What do you think, Jesse?
2: Um, I don't know. I think, I think it's all right. Just leave it at that. <laughs> I mean, you know, we've talked about how how there's controversy all over, and I mean, obviously, we have our own biased opinions. So,
1: yeah. And your buy spin is that you really like Giannis.
2: I do like Giannis. I always <laughs> draft him every single time in my fantasy league for uh, for NBA. So I like him. I think he's cool. And I think I think it's all right that he's there. I think, I mean, he's 27 right now. And I think, well, he's a young guy, obviously. So maybe he could be a little bit lower for now, but I think eventually he'll be a top 25
1: player. If, if he just stays on the same track, And like, even if he doesn't win a championship, I think that that's not a bad place to be. Like, he'd probably be a top 30 if he just kept doing the same thing that he did. And you know, he would just get the same knock that Nash and Stockton have. But, you know. Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley's a little high, not gonna lie.
2: Yeah, one player I wanted to just touch on real fast. I mean, obviously, again, go back to bias. Allen Iverson, you know. Uh, I think he's really he's a really good player and I think he was cool. I think he should maybe be a top 25 guy, but that's just my opinion. I
1: kind of agree.
2: I agree with that.
1: I mean, he is one of the best scorers to ever play the game. Yeah. And he was pretty sick as a Denver Nugget.
2: Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> the, the bias comes out a little bit there. Yeah.
1: I mean, but he's still good, so.
0: Yeah. Uh, what do y'all think about Kawhi being the side? I feel like that's okay. He has two rings. Or wait, yeah, he has two rings,
1: two rings and two Finals MVPs on, oh. you know, not super teams.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: right, Kevin. Oh, is this is this a fair spot for him? Uh, I would probably put him behind Dwayne Wade just because his like career numbers aren't anything crazy quite yet.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, like, doesn't Wade have more rings? Wade has three. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I can live with that. I mean, that's not a huge shift either, though. So.
1: Okay. No. It, it's it's minute, but I think it's kind of obvious, though. Yeah. Like I said with Giannis, if Kawhi just keeps playing at the level that he's at, he'll be all right.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh, we didn't talk about Elgin Baylor.
1: Uh, he's, he's right where he belongs. He's a baller, dude. All right. Okay fair enough i don't think you can move him back uh,
0: no i don't think you can move him back how many he has more than he has like four or five hold up no he doesn't things
1: no he doesn't have that many but also his career average is 27.4 points per game and 13 rebounds
0: it's true he he oh my god he averaged 38 points a game in one season that's Of insane while being enlisted in the army and only playing games on the weekends. Okay, I'll I'll give it to him. I'll give it to him.
1: Yeah, he's (laughs) he's legit. legit.
0: Yeah, I I thought there was an argument there, but there's not. I'll I'll let it slide for now.
2: Can move on if y'all are good. Yeah. All right. I'll take the uh, the next ten here. Um. So at thirty-two we have James Harden. Thirty-three John. How you say?
1: Havlicek.
2: Havlicek. Nice. All right. Thirty-four George (laughs) Lincoln. 35, Jason Kidd, 36, Kevin McHale, 37, Patrick Ewing, 38, Bob Pettit, 39, Walt Frazier, 40, Chris Paul, 41, Bob Cousy, and 42, Russell Westbrook. Mm.
1: You said what you got, Simon.
0: There's a lot of like Celtics players on here. Okay, I think everyone knows that I don't like Boston at all, and I don't like any of their sports teams. I feel like y'all are on the same boat, too, but I don't know.
1: I mean, I don't, I'm not like a Boston fan, but like, these are some ballers on this list, though.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, I get, they're, you know, they, they helped Larry Bird win his, uh, rings. I mean, okay, well, okay, okay. I mean, let me backtrack. I don't mean any disrespect. Like, they, they still did their job. It's just, uh you know. I mean know. Uh, here, let's let's start with James Harden at 32.
2: That's way too high for me. Yeah, I wanted to just bring this up real fast. So on the on the list I'm looking at, it gives you the change from the last time they did this in 2016. James Harden went up 65 spots. Well I mean What? Yeah, he went up, that's what it says. It says plus sixty five. So James Harden has gone up sixty-five spots in the last four years. <laughs> ah.
1: I mean <laughs> He has changed NBA history a little bit in the past four years, but like
2: I don't know about that much.
1: <laughs> he, yeah, no way. He's he's one of the best scorers of all time in my opinion. Like a top 10 just flat out scorer. But he's not the 32nd best NBA player of all time. Up 65. That means that he wasn't even on the list last time. Like top 74, that is. You're right. I don't know about that <laughs> one, Chief
0: he doesn't deserve to be there. I mean, like, look, I kinda, this might be a little disrespectful, but when I think of James Harden nowadays, I think of Devin Booker, and y'all know I don't like Devin Booker after the whole double team thing, his little practice or workout or whatever. So I just, I, I mean, I don't know, like sure, one MVP's cool, couple playoff wins, but nothing serious, you know, nobody really took him serious seriously, hey. instead of him being a scorer.
1: He did almost single-handedly beat the Warriors in that game seven, because Chris Paul was out. And I think I think if that Rockets team goes to the championship, they could probably beat the Cavs.
0: I mean, yeah, but they did it.
1: True, true. And the rest of the team shot really bad for three. What did they miss? 30 of them, I think it was?
0: Yeah. That's a Dan Tony system, though, you know? That's just what he's going to do. When they is, didn't have a center this year. Oh,
1: I, I got a question for y'all. Does James Harden become the 32nd best player of all time if, when this season resumes, which we'll get to in a little bit, the Houston Rockets win the NBA Finals?
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah sure. I'd give him that spot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Jesse, you don't look as sure. <laughs> I don't
2: know. Still, no matter what, me and Sam were talking a lot about this um, when it was just me and him talking about the NHL playoff. Even if the Rockets win this year's championship, there's still going to be an asterisk next to it.
1: Yeah. True.
0: That's true. I mean, look, like you are comparing him to Kevin McHale, Jason Kidd. Well, maybe not Jason Kidd. Uh, John Havlicek. Like you know those great Celtics we just talked about, who won multiple championships and were like big you know parts of those championships. So like James Harden better than somebody who actually, you know, won a won a chip and was a pretty good you know contributor to that team. I I just don't think so. I mean I I would put him over Jason Kidd. I would say that because you know Jason Kidd his. Uh, Loki, his career is a little overrated. I'm not gonna lie, and I'm a Mavericks fan, and I have his Bro, jersey. Bro, <laughs>
1: how could you say that?
0: Hey, hey, it's okay. I have his jersey. Look, look dude, 12 points per game, like 8.7 assists, like game, like those are his career highs. Like, it's cool, you know, it's cool. But like,
1: oh, he played uh, for a really long time, though, and he's right. He's the only person even close to John Stockton in assists and steals.
0: Yeah. I'll give him that, you know, like he was a good, I'm not going to say stat pattern. Like, you know, he, he, his stats were, you know, nice at times. It's just, uh, I don't know. Like the translation of those to wins sometimes are a little, a little off, not going to lie.
1: I would, I would take Kid over Harden. I think Harden should be moved back to 39 right by Chris Paul, honestly.
0: Wait, would put Harden over Chris Paul?
1: think he should be in that general area.
0: What
2: do you think, Jesse? I think, I think that probably, you know, <laughs> I, know. I, think, I think Chris Paul should probably be ahead of James Harden.
0: Yeah.
2: And so I should Russell agree Westbrook. Too. So should Russell Westbrook.
0: Yeah. All right, we'll
1: take it, we'll take it and run
0: okay yeah i mean i i just think james harden is a little overrated i'd agree something and prove me wrong that's it
1: even if the rockets go to the finals westbrook's gonna be the finals mvp so it's true
0: go. yeah so i would still put westbrook over him all right uh yeah i mean other than that actually like i don't know like you know how i feel about the Celtics players i think this is a like you know a fine spot for them to be in the middle of the top 74. So I'll, I'll let it slide.
1: Patrick Ewing yeah. is kind of underrated. I know he didn't win a ring, but he's a great center. I would probably put him over George McCann, dude.
2: Yeah, I was, uh, Patrick Ewing is the next guy I was to talk about. I think he should be higher. I think he deserves to be higher. I should say that.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. Because George McCann, he was like, you know, I guess one of the pioneers. So I feel like this list kind of puts some of the way older players like a little bit higher just because of like what they did for the game.
1: Bro, what George McCann did for the game was he goaltended for like five seasons and then they were like, hey, you can't goaltend anymore. (laughs) Like... If Patrick Ewing can goaltend, no one would ever score against the Knicks.
0: Now that's why there are goaltend rules. <laughs> impacting the game. Okay, okay. I'm not gonna argue Patrick Ewing's real underrated. He should be should be, you know, um a little higher. I don't know about way higher, but just a little. I mean, give he's him that.
1: The best New York Nick of all time. Yep. Yeah. Not mean yeah. something.
0: Well, you know, I mean it, Yeah, yeah, it means something, just not yeah, sure. It means something. I'll, I'll just say that. It just
1: because something. you're mad at James Dolan, don't take it out on the Knicks. They're important to basketball. You
0: yeah, should. bro. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, yeah. Okay. I want to move on. Yeah. Right, so moving on, we got 43 Rick Berry, 44 Elvin Hayes, 45, you have Anthony Davis. 46 we have dominique wilkins at 47s we have the iceman george gervin 48 we have bill walton at 49 we got reggie miller at 50 we have wes unselled. yep Wes, yeah 51 we have james worthy at 52 we have t mac tracy mcgrady at 53 we have the glove himself gary payton i
1: had no problems with the glove
0: I feel like he should be higher.
1: <laughs> well... Are you laughing? <laughs> because he shouldn't, but anyways...
0: Um. Uh, fuck, man. Okay, actually, we'll save that for the last dance talk whenever we uh, get to that. Yeah, we'll, we'll save it for that. I
1: have no problems with the glove. <laughs> That's my favorite quote of all time. Anyways... You gonna tweet it? Yes. <laughs> Find uh, at co- codes 8088 on Twitter. I had no problems with the glove. Anyways, the, uh, the biggest headline from this is got to be from this list in particular. It's got to be Anthony Davis, right?
0: Yep. Yeah, no, I agree. You shouldn't be yeah. that high.
1: Yes. <laughs> I mean, okay. I mean, it even says here in the description makes this list off the promise of what's to come but also at the beginning of the list it's telling you that the list is decided by like career achievements and peak and like bro i don't know anthony davis might not even be like the best big man in the nba right now so like yeah you're not wrong I mean he's more exciting than some other big men in the nba we know you know who we're talking about but you know that doesn't mean historically he's the 45th best player of all time
2: the only it's thing even I, played go on sorry go on just, say the only thing i struggle with is his whole career has been injured basically how do you yes. put an injury an injured an injured player basically an injured player on the
1: top 75 board or 74 sorry
0: I don't know, I just don't think you can.
1: I think he's only here because of that one series that he swept the Trailblazers, which is a sorry franchise anyway, so.
0: Okay, Cody, (laughs) relax. I I mean, look, I don't think AD has even played 82 games. How about this, has he even played 70 or 60 games? I really don't think he has. (laughs)
1: Uh, (laughs) Well, he definitely won't this year.
0: There you go. it's not his fault but still there you go
1: oh and and it's mad disrespectful to dominique wilkins gervin and reggie miller those are the ones and james worthy who's a finals mvp what (laughs) how could you put anthony davis ahead of one of the premier pieces of the showtime lakers
0: i mean you're right i don't think you can and Look, this is just me. This might be a little controversial, but I'd probably rather take prime Dwight Howard over prime Anthony Davis. Yeah, I I would say that. I would take prime Dwight Howard over prime Anthony Davis. So, here you go. Also, I feel like Dwight has done more in his career right now than he has.
1: I don't even disagree, Jesse. Do you?
2: No, and it's also disrespectful to have him on like have Anthony Davis on there and not even have Dwight Howard on here. Well, I mean, like I said, we're going to get to that, but yeah, he's not
1: how's not even on the list. It's messed up.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's I don't know. He he doesn't deserve to be this high. Loki, I don't think 80 deserves to be on this list, you know, maybe at the back, like the real back in like seventy four or seventy three, but you can put him at uh, 75. A little bit
1: too
0: <laughs> sure, sure.
1: That way I don't have to read his name on this list. James he Worthy is so disrespected on this list not even they don't even put him as a top 50 player of all time which is which is ridiculous because of how much he contributed to the showtime lakers like he has one of the most iconic performances of all time they even have a blurb about it you know 36 points 16 rebounds and 10 assists in a game seven of an nba finals nobody ahead of him has done that. Like at least in this section of 10 that we read and a lot of people ahead of him, even beyond that, haven't done that. So that's like mad disrespectful. And like, I don't know what you can really hold against him as far as being behind some of these guys and Reggie Miller, I think he's pretty underrated because he was like the all time three point leader for, well, I want to say like 10 years and then the game changed. So, those are my biggest takeaways from this part of this list.
0: yeah, yeah I, I agree. Reggie Miller, if Reggie Miller played in today's game, or, yeah, in today's, uh, you know, game, he, his averages would probably be way higher and he might have won something.
1: Yeah. I mean, he created, he did all of that shooting in an era with, like, no spacing. Yeah.
0: All right, so we're in agreement there. Okay, I mean, is there anything else or what?
1: I thought you might have some Mac praise, but... Why? I don't know. I just, I just thought you might have some Mac praise, but he's all right.
0: I, I think this is a fine spot for him. It's not too high, not too low. I think it's just fine for him.
1: All right. Well, uh, I'm going to head and just...
2: Through the last Yeah, them. I'm
1: going to sprint through the last, like, 20. So Before. I'm going to just say 54, and from there on out, the listeners have to keep track of what number they are. And, and unless we bring it up, 54, Paul Pierce, Vince Carter, Ray Allen, Clyde Drexler, Mono Ginobili. Oh, man, we'll hear about that in a second. Bob McAdoo, Willis Reed, Robert Parrish, Dennis Rodman, Alonzo Mourning, Earl Monroe, Pau Gasol, Dave Cohens, Alex English, Baller, Pistol Pete Maravich, Bernard King, Tony Parker, also overrated, Bob Lanier, (laughs) Damian (laughs) Willard, Mount Matumbo, and Artis Gilmore. There is so much wrong with, with the end of this list, but there's also so much right as well.
0: All right, well, let's start with the wrong then, per usual.
2: Go for it, Cody.
1: Dude. Yeah. Oh my God. Mono Ginobili is not the 58th best basketball player of all time.
2: Absolutely
1: not. I, we, we get it. He, he did the Euro step, and that's like cool and all. But, dude, Bob McAdoo <laughs> won an MVP averaging 32 and 13. Mono Ginobili in a whole season has never averaged over 20 points. In a, in a full regular season, you know that over never over twenty. Get out of here well, with that nonsense.
0: Okay. I mean, I don't, I don't know. The Eurostep's kind of a big deal, though. It wasn't like it wasn't nothing. I feel like Ginobili deserves to be on this list because of what he did to get the Eurostep. You know where it is today.
1: Bro, there are some games where like you won't even see a Eurostep once. What? Yeah. You heard me? There are some games uh, where neither team does a Eurostep once.
0: Maybe maybe it's because I watch the Mavericks all the time. But like Luca literally does it all the time, and anyone else does it all the time. Even Porzingis does it, and that dude's like seven so
2: three. Like, but, but Simon, I don't know. Also, LeBron. both from Europe
0: doesn't mean anything. LeBron does it all the time. Yeah, he does, bro. Yeah, yes, he does. He doesn't have to
1: pump fake a Euro step, bro. LeBron, like, <laughs> when <laughs> he goes <laughs> to lay the ball up.
0: Dude, it's still a Euro step though. Everyone changes it, you know, like that, just because it's that's their game, you know. I don't know. I don't think he deserves to be at
1: fifty-eight, but I think he should be on this list. If he's on this list, he's at seventy-four for me.
2: I mean, okay, that works you know for me. Obviously, this is big news because of like the Last Dance, but like he's in front of Dennis Rodman.
0: He. I mean, Look, I, I love Dennis Rodman, you know, but uh, he, he couldn't shoot or score, really.
1: He really couldn't score, but...
0: I mean, I'd probably still put Dennis Rodman in front of him. Not yeah. not by a lot, to be I honest.
1: I mean, Dennis Rodman has two Defensive Player of the Years. Uh, okay, so who did who did what better, you know, at their job, right? Dennis Rodman's job, play defense, and rebound the ball Mono ginobili score
0: yeah facilitate what'd you say I said facilitate because usually he'd be off the bench so he'd be their sixth man and they'd run the offense through him when tony and tim duncan were on the bench
1: yeah fair enough and i think dennis rodman is a better rebounder slash defender than ginobili is a playmaker especially compared to other you know defenders and rebounders dennis rodman is arguably the best rebounder of all time
2: mm-hmm.
1: and ginobili is not the best playmaker of all time
0: uh, okay yeah okay i put dennis rodman over manu ginobili for sure uh, he should probably be a little bit higher where was he at again
1: rodman was 62 yeah. so i oh. think i don't think he should be ahead of bob McAdoo. Because McAdoo's a baller, but or or Willis Reed, I think more than anything, Ginobili just has to move backwards.
0: Yep. Yeah. Okay. All right. I can live with that. I just I think he should still be on the list, though.
2: Yeah, he'd be on the list, but in the seventies.
1: Yeah. Also, I don't okay. think Tony Parker should be on the list. I was gonna say that too.
0: Okay. Well, what what about Tony Parker
1: though? Exactly.
0: (laughs) Like, why shouldn't he be on the list? Because,
1: dude, honestly, Ginobili's a better basketball player than Tony Parker. Like, (laughs) and he he was only around for, like, three of the rings.
2: Yeah, I mean.
1: Like, these guys' guys' success, a lot of it is attributed to Duncan.
2: That's what what I just about to say is, all Tony Parker really did was pass the ball to Tim Duncan.
0: Yeah, I mean he was a part of a good squad, just like Havelcheck and you know all those Celtics guys. Am I wrong or?
1: I just I don't see it. I don't see like he's probably a top 100 player of all time, but I mean there's not like like when I think of Tony Park, you know he go he drives the lane and he does a teardrop. And he scores, like, a few points a game. But other than that, like Jesse said, he passes it to Tim Duncan in the post. What does Tim Duncan do in the post? He scores. Tony Parker gets assists.
2: Yep.
1: Because Tim Duncan's a nice guy, and he doesn't take more than two dribbles to score in the post.
0: Okay, sure. I mean, I don't know. This is just my opinion. But, like, I've always thought Tony Parker was way better than Jason Kidd. (laughs) Well, I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying, you know, like, look, if that Mavericks team had Tony Parker and Jason Kidd, we'd, I'm just saying, we'd probably be way better off.
1: Did you forget that Jason Kidd carried two Nets teams to the finals? With Kenyon Martin as the second best player? Yeah, bro, but did they win? Tony Parker on that net, on those Nets teams wouldn't have even sniffed the finals. The East was kind
0: of weak at that point, though. So I'm not going to lie. Like, looking Why? back at it, but, but.
1: You just, it's okay to be wrong, Simon.
0: Dude, come on, bro. Like, okay, you got the Pistons and you got the nets. Who else do you have?
1: The 76ers with AI hey. that Jason Kidd would have to guard.
0: Yeah. Okay. Really sure.
1: Skills on the best ball handler of all time, arguably. hey
0: uh, A- AI?
1: Yeah. I just said ball handler. Okay.
0: Oh. Oh. Okay. Okay. Okay.
1: The I one, I didn't I mean, call AI the best of all time. I need to clarify that to the listeners. I don't believe that.
0: That's still only three teams in the East. Oh, that's that's besides the point. I just I've always thought Tony Parker was better than J. Jay- think he deserved to be on this list and not because look obviously Dirk came in and he was this huge you know european player whatnot like literally but tony parker was a really big deal too not just for i mean this is no this isn't just you know uh well i know this is a top nba list i feel like tony parker definitely opened the door for a lot of frenchmen to come over and for a lot more europeans to come over because i feel like a lot of people viewed Guys like Dirk Nowitzki, or even before that, no Vlade Divac, uh, Drazen Petrovic, as like like unicorn types. Like, yeah, you know, they're like one in a million type of guys. And Tony Parker kind of normalized like the European in the NBA.
1: I mean, but Mano Ginobili is the one who won a gold medal.
0: Okay. Yeah. So.
1: I just I think that Ginobili could both be on the list belongs in the seventies and Tony Parker doesn't. And and I'll reinforce my Tony Parker point on the next segment on who should be on this list who wasn't.
0: Okay. Okay, fair enough. I'm just being honest. I feel like there were a lot of players, maybe not a lot, but there's a good amount of players that don't deserve to be on this list. So I feel like Tony Parker doesn't completely not deserve to be on. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Alright, moving on. Um, do you want to talk about Damian Lillard? <laughs> do that.
1: Okay, I'm actually not even gonna cap Damian Lillard's really good. <laughs> like okay, there you like go. if, if he keeps if he keeps playing at the pace that he's playing at, you know, he's better than Tony Parker, so
0: <laughs> Yeah.
1: Yeah, well I mean the only thing you can hold against him is that year that he had CJ McCollum and a healthy Nurkic, he got swept by the Pelicans in the first round. The Pelicans.
0: It's true. Okay. Well we'll let it slide that. I mean he's not even that high.
1: Yeah, he's alright.
0: All right. Okay, well hold up. What about this? Paul Pierce.
1: I think Paul Pierce is okay. Um I think Clyde Drexler should be ahead of Ray Allen, probably, but that's a very minor thing. Okay. I like, I, I I mess with Paul Pierce. He was the best Celtic player on that. <laughs> he, he doesn't have any good takes on ESPN, but that's okay because that's not what we're talking about. All right, well, I'll,
0: I'll let it slide. All right, well. There weren't really a ton of other players that I had in mind. I feel like Paul Gasol deserved to be there. Um, he's a little underrated. Yeah. Is there anything else? I don't I think that's good. I'm more excited to talk about who didn't make it. All right, well, let's do it. In the next segment, we're going to talk about the snubs who did not make this top 74 list. Coming up next.
2: Welcome back to cycle three, six, five. Cody just had a crazy face or a crazy look on his face. Um, that can only mean one thing that, um, here in episode what, 36, is that correct? Mm-hmm. We just talked about, uh, the, uh, top 74 players. And now we're talking about the ones that didn't make it, um, the snubs and Cody is not happy about it. So we'll let him start. What do you got?
1: Bro, I can't be- I can't believe I didn't realize this, but Chauncey Billups didn't make the list. Yep. Are you kidding me? Are you actually? oh my the disrespect. And and I just realized that Ben Wallace isn't on the list from that same championship um, pistons team. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Can you tell me Tony Parker is on there? And t- yeah. Tony Par- <laughs> you're gonna tell me Tony Parker is better than Chauncey <laughs> Billups? You're out of your mind. You are you've lost it. Oh my. I'm so...
0: Let's talk about it, then. (laughs) Go
1: for it, Cody. Oh, my gosh. First off, Chauncey's averages are almost the exact same as Tony Parker's at 15 points per game and 5 assists per game. So I'm just going to put that out there. Oh, Did
0: Chauncey win a championship? Yes, with the Pistons. Oh, wait. Yeah, you're right. Oh, that's throwing it way back.
2: Okay, okay.
1: And, And he's arguably, like one of the premier players on that list too.
2: And we can't forget this. He went to the University of Colorado. Go Buffs.
1: Go Buffs.
0: Hey, fun fact, my cooperating teacher actually got to guard him in high school.
1: That stinks. That's
0: sad. (laughs) I know, I know, because one's an NBA player, the other one is a high school PE teacher. Anyways, let's, let's keep, let's go on. Yeah, Chauncey Billups deserves to be on this list. I, I kind of forgot him too, the
1: I mean, it's it's easy to do just because he wasn't like a flashy player. He passed the ball and he splashed threes just like efficiently.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, well, okay, so there's no dispute there.
1: God, that's, that's so, dis- yeah, he won, he won one with the 2004 Pistons and this Pistons team is like pretty good. Like there's a handful of people on this team that, like Ben Wallace, you know, who's like arguably the best like defending big man in a time where Shaq was in the game. Like, yeah. That's that's disrespectful. Chauncey Phillips is a top 74 player of all time. Yep.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah, do you have anybody else, Cody? We can just go around.
1: Let's, uh, let's, let's just rotate okay. through us.
2: I'll go. I'll go ahead and go next. Then um, I mentioned him in the earlier in the the uh, you know podcast. Uh, Dwight Howard. I think Dwight Howard deserves to be on the list. Um, you know, when he played in Orlando, he was the only one that could do anything. So um, I think he deserves to be on the list. You guys have anything to say about that?
0: He, he got them to a. Okay, he didn't win an NBA championship, but he got him there, and that's kind of a big deal, so.
1: I mean, just looking at his resume, eight-time All-Star, five-time rebounding leader, two-time block leader. Like, he actually kind of made blocks, like, important, you know? Like, because, like, the 90s had Mount Matumbo, right? the 2000s had Dwight Howard. That and that's what I think, in like, you know, he—I can't even name one other player on that Magic team that was in exactly. that championship. So
2: I just said, <laughs> you "No know one could do anything." Oh, Ooh.
1: He's also a three-time Defensive Player of the Year. He actually won it three years in a row. Yep.
0: Oh, oh, oh Dwight Howard. Okay.
1: Yep.
0: Yeah. I thought you were talking about Hedo Turkleu. I was like, I don't remember. Oh, that.
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> No, I think Jameer Nelson was on that team too, but he's bad.
0: Uh, Yeah, like a really young Jameer Nelson.
1: Gosh, bro, if he, if Dwight Howard could hit free throws earlier in his career, dude, because that's what everyone did. They hack-a-shacked him, Mm and oh my gosh, he'd be
2: insane.
0: He still killed it, though.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: he deserves to be on the list. All All
2: right, Simon, who you got? Um,
0: so I feel like this is where it gets a little bit more, you know, blurred between the lines, I guess. But uh, before you say I that, feel before like you say
2: that, before you say between uh, the blurred lines, there's one more player that we haven't talked about that absolutely deserves to be on there. That's Carmelo Anthony. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, Carmelo, ah, Carmelo Anthony
1: for sure. Multiple time scoring champ yeah. for two different teams and two different conferences.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, what was look and this is like maybe this is just a personal opinion but i think basketball is like more fun when the knicks are good and like in a time where like you know you had like the big four in boston and the big three in miami like Melo was really doing the most and he was averaging over 30 points a game i think he did it three years in a row he averaged over 30 points per game and you're going to tell me that Tony Parker is better than him just because he played with Tim Duncan and won some championships? Like, the best player that Melo played with was like an older Allen Iverson. And we know that those play styles don't uh, match up. Not at all.
0: And yeah, sure. I was just going to say if KD's on this list, then Carmelo Anthony should be on this list. Exactly. And do you
2: know? Like,
1: that's Katie's, Katie's at the fourteen. Katie's at fourteen, yeah. and Melo isn't even on the list on on this website that you are talking about, Jesse. He was ranked as fifty nine, and now, now he's not even there. What? What happened? What? There's there hasn't been like there's been like fifteen players better than him in the past like four years. Are you kidding me? Yeah,
0: I mean he just gets a bad rap because of everything that went down in New York. And Houston, and kind of with the Thunder as well, so.
1: Yeah, but that doesn't mean that he's not a baller. Okay, sure, yeah. you'd be mad if you were in Mello's position in New York where, like, the best player that they ever got you was Amari Stoudemire and Jeremy Lin. and he- Chandler
0: was a defensive air candidate, though.
1: That was after the There's- run of the Mavs, right?
0: Literally, yeah he was still like he spent his last prime years with the New York Knicks.
1: I don't know in, in a in a conference that has the big four in Boston and the big three in Miami that just doesn't work
0: yeah I mean all right sure like I mean he deserves to be on this list I'm not I'm not gonna make excuses for him like you know not getting it done because I feel like he did definitely have some dudes there. You know, I mean they're they were pretty deep if I remember. Barr Smith and Iman Shumpert did a pretty solid job for a couple of years, or off and out, on and off the bench. So, I mean, and that's that's just role players too. Like Tyson Chandler wasn't a bad center. Mari Stoudemire, when he was right, you know, he was good every now and then. I mean, Dude, Jeremy the, Lin wasn't bad.
1: The Heat's role player was Ray Allen.
0: Yeah, for like a couple of years, but like before that, it was like Mike Miller.
1: Hey, put respect on Mike Miller's name. He's wet. Pause. Yeah, okay. From three. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He's wet okay. from three.
0: Yeah, Carmelo deserves to be on this list. That's all I'm saying. He deserves yeah. to be on this list. The
2: on crazy. there, then Melo's
1: on there. Th- those are the three, I think, clear-cut guys that yeah. need to be top 74. So now we can go into some more some blurred lines. Go ahead.
2: Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, I had I had a couple. I mean, I'll just start with uh, uh, these two. Really, the Hardaways—you know, Penny and Tim Hardaway—I feel like one of those guys should be somewhere in there. I don't know. Maybe it's just me or what, but I feel like one of those guys probably could have snuck their way in. If we're going bash on Tony Parker, then
1: we're,
0: so yeah, I feel like one of those guys probably could have snuck their way in.
1: I'd say probably Tim Hardaway, just because. Yeah. Uh, if I remember correctly, his longevity was better than Penny Hardaway. Because Penny Hardaway's biggest issue was injuries, you know. But he was an exciting player to watch.
2: Yeah, I mean, Jesse, what do you think? Yeah, I think they could,
1: they could get in there, one
0: of them. Yeah, all right. Sounds <laughs> good. Did y'all have anybody else?
1: Yeah, could you get someone else? Yeah, Chris. There. Chris Webber isn't on the list. Oh. Right, I feel like that's also actually like. And coming up again, Tony Parker is. And see, the more <laughs> the more we look at who's not on this list, that Grant Hill isn't on this list. Are you going to tell me that Tony Parker is better than Grant Hill?
0: Oh wait, Grant Hill. I don't know about Grant Hill, to be honest. That's just because of his injury. He was so good. Yeah, he was, but so was Derek Rose.
1: <laughs> Don't even start with me like that. <laughs> hey,
0: I think we forgot to include Sean Kemp. Did we include him?
1: Oh, no. Uh, I was talking about that between the break, though. Yeah, Sean Kemp. Dude, we'll talk about this on The Last Dance a little bit, but that was so disrespectful when they're like, Yeah, and he had a great alley-oop partner in Sean Kemp. Bro, Sean Kemp was a bully down low. Like, Sean Kemp could dunk on anybody in NBA history, and I have zero doubts about that.
0: Yeah, yeah, probably. I mean, I'd I'd probably give him three tries versus everyone, and he'll probably get at least one on everyone, so I, I agree. Sean Kemp was good for a lot of reasons. So, like, it wasn't just Gary Payton, and it was definitely not George Carl that made the Seattle Supersonics go.
1: So.
2: Yeah. Yep. I just want to throw out one more name. He was on the oh, list that Cody showed me. He's not on this list. Again, vibes coming out. I think he's a great dude, and I think he, um, you know, probably one of the best guys I've ever seen play basketball, and that is uh, Andre Iguodala. I think he should get at least some say. Um, He was a workhorse. You know, sure, he's not the flashiest, biggest star there is. But, I mean, almost every team he played on, they won. So, I mean, he's one of the best role players I think he's ever played.
1: I mean, he won a finals MVP as a sixth man.
2: Yep. Yeah.
1: I think there's probably just some, like, recency bias with, like, the whole Grizzlies thing. I -hmm. bet that's why like he hasn't been brought up, but you're right, though. I, think, I didn't even think about him. He's, I mean, a, he's the hardest
2: worker I've, I've ever seen.
1: He's a great defender.
2: Yep.
1: Um, he can score. He can score. He was great on the Nuggets before he Kevin Duranted us. <laughs> Remember,
2: I've oh, made this
1: wow. point once. I've made this point twice. I've made this point a million times. Andre Igadala, the original Kevin Durant, because the Nuggets lost to the Warriors. And then the next year, he, he was a Denver Nugget, important player on our fifty-five win team, and he jumped ship and went to the freaking ward
0: <laughs> so, Yeah, that was my hey, It's a, a Nuggets problem. Nobody <laughs> else actually cares. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're right though. I would probably take. I, I mean, Anthony Davis is on this list, and I would probably take over him because, like Loki, Iguodala was kind of fire back in the day. Like, it was so explosive, and his dunks were like, they they're pretty interesting. Not gonna lie, it was killing it.
1: Mm-hmm. You gotta you gotta kind of feel bad for Iguodala too because his most iconic play is probably him getting blocked by LeBron James.
2: <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. yeah, but that's LeBron. I think he at least deserves some say
1: yeah he should i think he should be on the list i agree i think i can see him in the 70s yeah okay yeah right right next to ginobili probably yeah
0: sure yeah
1: okay yeah i was about
0: to say maybe a little higher but i don't know all right uh i have one more like an older guy that comes to mind and it's chris mullen i feel like maybe he should be somewhere on this list i don't know
1: Chris Mullen's good. Um, I, I for a second I thought you were gonna say Sam Jones as far as old heads go. Because Sam Jones is old, old school. Yeah. But he won a lot of chips with the Celtics. So I mean everyone did back in the 60s and 70s.
0: Original super.
1: So uh, I mean Mullen was good. I, I do want to pose a question to you guys about some modern NBA players and if their trajectory has them set to land in the top 74 or if they're top 74 all time right now. And the two that I'm thinking of are Klay Thompson and Paul George.
0: Okay. Uh, I thought you you were gonna include Kyrie Irving for a second. Then.
1: Oh, actually three, Kyrie Irving.
0: <laughs> okay. I would probably give Kyrie Irving and Klay Thompson the edge over Paul George.
1: I'd agree. I think play might be a top 74 player all time right now of, I agree out of the three of them just because I mean dude he he's scored the most points in a quarter because he dropped like 39 off of like seven dribbles and like you know I'd even say he's probably a better catch and shoot guy than Steph Curry is
0: There's no arguments here. I kind of agree. He probably should be in the top 74.
2: Yeah.
0: Some pretty interesting
2: records.
1: He's also a pretty underrated defender, too.
2: You know, he could probably also play center field like his brother and also be really good at that, too.
1: Center field like his brother?
2: (laughs) Wait. Brother's a baseball player. Who's his brother? Chris Thompson? what are you serious yeah clay thompson's brother plays for the los angeles dodgers
1: i didn't know that they were (laughs) brothers yeah Yeah. (laughs) hold up i need to see this i need to see them right next to each other it's probably gonna i'm gonna see it and i'm gonna feel stupid
0: his dad michael thompson was in the nba too
1: that's not the that's not chris thompson who i want Oh my gosh, why is this so hard?
2: <laughs> Think up the Dodgers Rust. <laughs> is he not on there anymore?
1: <laughs> he might have gotten traded. <laughs> <laughs> This is this is a disaster right now. Chris Thompson baseball. You think that'll do?
2: Thompson on a
1: baseball.
2: I'm surprised he's not coming up. I mean he was he started for them most of the year. Just look up Clay Thompson's brother. That's
1: literally what I <laughs> Clay Thompson brother. Chris Thompson the
0: running back.
1: There he is. I don't see the resemblance, so I'm not even upset at myself that I didn't know that. Trace Thompson. Oh, sorry. That's that's what it is. (laughs) Trace.
0: Chris Thompson is that running back for the Redskins.
2: Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But anyways. Yeah,
1: wow, what do you know? Maybe. (laughs) Athletic family. Yeah. All right. So, um,
0: I don't know. I can't think of many other current day players that should be on this list. Thompson should probably be there for sure, I would say.
1: And if Kyrie could do anything other than like whine and bash his own teammates, he might be on there too. God. If he stayed in Cleveland, they probably could have won another championship
0: maybe they definitely would
1: have maybe maybe the warriors did load up the next year so
0: where's chris bosch
1: no no <laughs> hey, chris bosch. gosh i mean don't get me wrong he's pretty nasty in toronto but honestly i think that the whole like lebron joining like you have to spell like big three with a capital B, but like a lowercase T because like Chris Bosch, I don't know. I don't really, I just really don't think he was that good.
2: I agree, I don't think. He's
1: that good. <laughs> I think his best his best ability is photo bombing. That's really funny when he does that during interviews.
0: Okay. Alright. Well, um that is everyone I could think of So of right yeah. now. Maybe oh, Horace got- Grant. Horse Grant might be another one, but I don't know.
1: Oh, actually, Horace Grant, low-key. Well, I mean, then you have to start bringing up BJ Armstrong and Tony Kukoc and uh, stuff. I mean, if the Celtics yeah. get all their players onto the top 74 from, like, three championships in the 80s, then why can't five Bulls players from six title runs be on there? It's a good point, but Horse was definitely the the best of them, though. Of like. Oh, the best role players? Well, Horace wasn't a role player on the Bulls team, bro. Hold up. What do you mean the
0: best of them on the Bulls team? Like,
1: like of the Bulls team that isn't on this list.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. Needed to make sure. All right.
1: Well, no, <laughs> I'm still, not. Still the role players. Show. He he's not a role player. He he was a starting power. I
0: know he was a starter, but you know what I mean. Thank you, dude.
1: Yeah, I'm picking up what you said down.
0: (laughs) All right, right. Uh, any last comments on this?
2: I mean, he shouldn't be on the list, but Nate Robinson was fun to watch dunk at five foot five. True, was fun. (laughs)
0: when he tried to make it into the nfl and then he got cut or well he didn't even get he didn't even make it onto the roster to get cut never mind
1: i mean didn't he do that when he was like 30 like two years old
0: he was up there he might have been a little bit older than that
1: all i know is that he dunked over shaq which is like pretty sick mm-hmm. i love watching that video of them in practice when he just does it on a whim because shaq's just standing there like i don't know picking his nose or something But I think that does it for this segment. And uh, we're going to keep the ball rolling here, the basketball rolling here, and talk NBA return next segment. to the cycle 365 episode 36 recorded on June 8th, 2020. Did we, time, st- did you introduce the date earlier, Simon? No, I did. It doesn't it's matter, weird. Yeah. because I did it now, and if they didn't hear it earlier, they'll hear it again, or for the first time if they didn't. Anyway, NBA is coming back, and from Woj on ESPN slash Bleacher Report, this is the setup, is that 22 teams will go to Disney World in Orlando, to finish off the season from July 31st to October 12th. They'll each play eight regular season games to figure out final seeding before the playoffs start. The 16 current playoff teams will be joined by the Pelicans, Blazers, Suns, Kings, and Spurs out of the West and the Wizards out of the East as those squads try to catch the number eight seed. If a number eight seed is up by four games or more at the end of the regular season, they earn the final playoff spot If not, that unlocks a play-in tournament between number eight and nine. And the eight seed would only need to win one tourney game, while number nine would would need to win two games to take the eighth seed. And teams will start practicing locally in July before a full Orlando training camp ahead of the season restarts. And players will receive daily coronavirus testing and be required to follow social distancing protocols, but will reportedly be allowed to play golf and eat at outdoor restaurant.
2: Golf, that's all I need.
1: Steph Curry, he's kinda good at swings in, dude. Yep. Shout out to uh, Pate Manning and Tiger Woods for beating Tom Brady.
2: <laughs>
0: so, it, all the teams that made it, that are like, that you just listed, they all have to play eight games, right?
1: Or is yeah. it just the bottom? Oh,
0: okay.
1: All of the teams are. So, the all twenty-two teams are playing eight more games for seeding purposes as well. So this gives the Nuggets a chance to like steal the number one seed, which doesn't matter. Other than cool. who your opponent is. Really.
0: Yeah. Okay. All right. Um. Okay. Well, let's talk about it.
1: Jesse, what what do you think of the uh, think of the return?
2: You know, not the biggest basketball fan, so it doesn't really matter that. But just kidding. Um, <laughs> it's kind <not laughs> a big really fun thing. Um, you know, it's in Orlando. That's always fun,
1: dude. The Orlando yeah. Magic could have home court advantage for all of the playoffs.
2: You're right. Um, I think it'd be cool. I mean, obviously, I think it's good that all these professional teams are going with the tournament approach because tournaments are fun
1: they they are fun i'm i'm really excited and that's part of the reason why i don't think that there should be a asterisk asterisk next to whoever wins the championship this year because so i think this might be the most competitive basketball that we'll ever see honestly mm-hmm. so what do you
0: yeah. think it could be the most competitive no uh gameplay that we've ever seen playoff wise i should say you know at the same time everyone's been taking a break some people don't have i don't know how you could be a professional basketball player not have like an indoor court or a basketball court at all but i know some people not have a basketball court to be playing on like Giannis. so yeah i don't know maybe there's some rust there uh yeah I mean, honestly, my only complaint, if there was any, you know, is that, like, it's starting kind of late, because it started, so, the eight-game thing, not even the playoffs, but the eight-game regular season play-in or whatever, that starts on July 31st, and then by the end of, like, you know, of uh of the playoffs, so, like, game seven of the finals, that's, like, somewhere between the first week of October, I want to say, and then the NBA draft is October 15th, and then the next... And then, you know, the next season starts December 1st. That's like, oh no, that's not a long time at all.
1: Oh yeah, the 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 gap between the end of this season and the beginning of next season is not at all, really. It's like a month, which as a sports fan, I'm okay with. Yeah, so yeah. October 12th, Game 7 of the NBA Finals, December 1st, opening night for 2021 season.
2: It's okay. They've been sitting around for the last, what, five months? <laughs> yeah.
0: That's true. There's still eight other
2: I, – I, okay, that's
0: not even really a lot. When you really think about it, like the majority of the NBA is playing, and then eight other teams are not playing at all. So uh, that's interesting. The New York Knicks. Cute. Warriors Chicago Bulls Ugh. this part interesting the Dallas Mavericks have played the most games before this. the quarantine at 75 while the Spurs and Lakers have only played 71 so I don't know we'll we'll have to see how that plays a role into seeding
1: and I can't wait for Simon to come up with an excuse of fatigue for the Mavericks when they lose in the open oh, like, playoff series <laughs>
0: Because I'm trying to, trying to get the numbers right. I don't think there's any way the Mavericks could drop out of the playoffs. That's my worry at number seven. If you add eight losses, I I don't think we would lose eight straight games. Assuming you know the worst, if the Mavericks went forty and thirty-five, I don't think we'd be out. But the Grizzlies would be forty and thirty-three. So I don't know.
1: Um. I don't think that that'll hold you guys out. I I don't know. I don't have to worry about it because the Nuggets already clinched. So,
0: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And speak,
1: speaking of the Nuggets, and uh, you talked about the break, have you guys seen the picture of Jokic following quarantine? Yeah, he's in shape. He lost so much weight, and... S- someone said that he has a four-pack. A four-pack? <laughs> a four-pack is better than what he had, a gut. Uh, uh, bro. Man. In shape, Jokic about to play two minutes a game.
0: Man, I'm saying. I feel like either way, the Mavericks are going to have to play the Clippers, and there's no way out of it. <laughs> <laughs> if, well, okay, I don't know. They're only one game ahead of... Our, oh, because this is the thing, because you can't really predict standings as well, I guess, once this whole thing starts, because, like, everyone's played a different number of games. So, like, it'll be interesting to see, like, who moves up and who moves down, even if it's by a little bit. You
1: know? I mean, you guys could probably pass the Rockets and make the Rockets play the Clippers in the first round.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. There's Ideally, there's a scenario where Denver plays Dallas. Because that's... I'm not going to lie. Most Dallas fans... This isn't just me. So this isn't just my brother. Like, when I've talked to Dallas Mavericks fans at home, all of them want to play Denver. Because that's the squad that we feel like we could take out the most. Of the top three in the West. Like, there's no doubt about it. No offense. It's just... Bro, uh, you know, we got Yoka, more wins. Win.
1: 250 pounds, and Jamal Murray said that we're going to win the championship. I'm feeling pretty good.
0: How many points did Jamal Murray average this season?
1: He about to average 30 in this tournament. Oh, we'll see.
0: We'll see. I mean, I don't, altogether, I like the idea. Um, uh, there, like, like I said, I would probably just like it to start a little bit earlier and then move the whole timeline back. Because that's not a lot of rest. I mean, I don't know, like talking about September, most teams would be done and they have maybe two months ish of rest. Well, not even that, because training camp starts earlier. So they don't have two months of rest. They have less than that. So I mean, I I think it'll be fine moving forward. It's just going to, it might be more of an impact on next season than anything, you know?
1: Well, compared to the likes of baseball that's starting to look like they're not gonna have a season at all. I mean, you know. It's true. And I think that the revenues from TV ratings for the NBA with this season format are going to be the highest that they've ever been.
0: Jock, calm down. Yep.
1: So, I like it and I'm excited for it because, I mean, more than anything, LeBron James just got five months of rest basically and uh, He's going to come back juiced. Probably bronze sexual. Coming from the biggest. (laughs) Like that.
0: Hey, man, look, this is a serious question. Do you think that because of the break, uh, there is a higher possibility that there will be some upsets? Not just in the West, but I'm kind of looking more at the East, to be honest.
1: I mean,. Yeah, I could see the 76ers probably losing in the first round. If they're playing, right like, now, it, worse than them. Okay. Um, okay. I don't really see Miami doing that. I could probably see the Bucks doing that, though. I bet Eric Bledsoe hasn't even picked up a basketball since the end of the season.
0: I know Giannis hasn't, so... Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I kind of gonna lie, I don't feel as good about the Bucks right now. If I'm being honest, it's not just the whole Giannis thing not having like a hoop to hoop on, like. I, but it's it's kind of a big deal too, because there's a lot of rust there, you know. Like I'm sure he'll be fine. They have eight games to get ready, but at the same time, and at this point. If you're the Bucks. do you want to play Giannis for those eight games when you're probably still going to be the one seed, even if they lose eight straight games, which I don't see happening, but...
1: I mean, I'd it- play Giannis, but I wouldn't play him for his usual, like, half an hour. I'd probably play him for, like, 20 minutes a game just to get the rust off.
0: Okay. What do you think, Jesse?
2: What, about the Bucs or about the whole thing?
0: Uh, well, about the Bucks and then you know the whole
2: thing. Um, well, yeah, obviously, as, as coming from a coaching perspective, you need to have Giannis play a little bit. You can't just sit him all eight games. Um, but you know, get him some reps and get the, get the flow back with the, the starting five, so that when you do get there, you're ready to go.
0: Okay, Fair enough. Oh, I feel like there's going to be at least. I'll, I'll call it right now. There's going to be at least two upsets in this playoffs. It's not even that big of a... Yeah, but I'll, I'll say two upsets. I think that's pretty reasonable, I'm being honest.
1: Maybe. I'd be... I would love to see two upsets, not... Not look, Dallas beating the Nuggets? Not Dallas beating the Nuggets, but like...
2: oh, that's the one I'm
0: looking at.
1: <laughs> I mean, dude, dude, honestly, I would be ecstatic if like... The Rockets face the Clippers in the first round, and then they beat the Clippers. That lit. <laughs> <There>
0: yeah. <you go. laughs> oh, oh no. I, mean, I don't James, think the Rockets could beat the Clippers.
1: James Harden is in pretty good shape.
0: Yeah, he's in good shape. I just, I mean, even before the season, I don't think the Rockets could have beaten the Clippers. Like, they, I don't think they have anybody who could answer Montrezl O'Hara or even Ivica Zubac. Like, those are the Clippers' big men. And, uh, you know, the Morris brother. I don't know which one, but one of them. So, I, now that's kinda, kind of a tough matchup. And then you got, like, Russell Westbrook and James Harden. I kind of trust you know, Kawhi and Paul George both taking turns guarding them. Too, so, not the worst. I don't know feel good about that one honestly you know how i feel i don't i don't like the rockets i don't think they're gonna be great either we will
1: see we'll see
0: it'll be good it'll be fun anything else you wanted to add on this topic
1: i don't think so i think i'm good
0: all right well basketball fans we'll see you in july
1: (laughs) that's still far away dude Oh, no,
0: that's like two months from now, basically.
1: July? It's July 31st. Like, yeah, basically two months, yeah. but not that long.
2: But, anyways. Uh, I mean, think uh, about this. Right. This is what I was saying. Think about this. You know when all this started?
1: It was the beginning of March. Dang. <laughs> right. Why does that feel simultaneously so recent, but so far away? You're right. anyways
0: i i don't know what time is right now (laughs) No, like i (laughs) if i'm being honest like all i know is when i go out and hang out with people and that might be once a week for some people so it's just no it's there's no dates anymore really and uh, it is what it is i'm glad we're having something
2: back
1: that's it in the the immortal words of your boy Thanos. There is no time at all.
2: Okay, well we we'll me get to that in a second.
0: Speaking of Thanos, next up, we're gonna discuss our undrafted free agents for our fantasy fictional football league and then potentially discuss some plans for the league and they wanna go forward with this league. So next up is our plan for our own league. It's like the NBA made up their plan, coming up next.
2: Welcome back to The Cycle 365, episode 36. This is our last segment of uh, this podcast, and it is going to be where we are going to announce our undrafted free agents for the Fantasy Fictional Football League. Um, and then, yeah, we'll go around and do that individually. So I'll go ahead and start. Um, at backup quarterback for the Comic Commanders is going to be Anti Um He destroyed the multiverse, so It's gonna destroy some defenses. But anyways, um, backup running back is Bizarro. Backup wide receiver is Supergirl. Backup offensive lineman, Gorilla Grodd. Backup defensive lineman, Hades. Backup linebacker, Maleficent. And backup defensive back, Scorpion.
1: All right, and up next, I will announce the new additions to the Titan Moons. We got backup quarterback, Dracula, from the Castlevania franchise. Don't mix it up with any other franchise. It's that Dracula, because he's a G. (laughs) Now, recently signed as Power Girl Out wide receiver, who's going to take the wide receiver two spot from Carnage. I'm already telling you now. Backup running back, I got Ghost Rider, and backup offensive line probably a guard is diva from overwatch then on the defensive side of the ball we got ganondorf drafted to the defensive line dr manhattan as a linebacker so we might see some four linebacker sets honestly and captain adam at defensive back there you
0: go all right Then the undrafted free agents for the Winterfell Starkillers consist of quarterback Adam Warlock, backup running back Martian Manhunter, who will probably get a lot of reps, not gonna lie, because uh, this is a triple option offense. Our backup offensive lineman, so we can move him wherever, is Baymax from Big Hero 6. For our defense, we picked up backup defensive lineman Sabretooth from the Marvel Universe, and we have at linebacker, our backup is Kratos, the God of War from the God of War series. And our backup, cornerback slash defensive back is the Human Torch. And at safety, who will probably take Deadpool's place, is the Scarlet Witch.
1: Yeah, she should. Yep.
0: <laughs> you know,
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, I feel great about my team. I'm sure y'all do too, but, you know, that's
2: just personal biases. Do we want to talk about these guys for just one second? Like, go through each,
1: each. Person? I mean, I think. Yeah. Um, I think we should talk about, you know, who do you think, Jesse, as as the owner of uh, the comic commanders, mm-hmm. who is the biggest upgrade that you got in this undrafted free agents?
2: Um, I'm going to be honest. I think there's multiple free agents that are going to play quite a bit on this team. Example, I mean, Captain America is probably going to be starting quarterback, but the Anti Monitor is not not bad there. He might, he might get some reps, um, looking at, at, uh, Supergirl's probably going to play quite a bit. Um, she just adds an F- extra element to, to that receiving core that we didn't have. And then I think by the, I will say, I think the biggest upgrade is going to be gorilla broad. who will probably take over the starting center position. We'll move Bowser out to left guard and Sully will sit the bench. So I think that's the biggest upgrade we got on this, uh, to this free agents. <laughs>
1: That's right, Sully's a really supportive teammate, yes. so good locker room guy. <laughs> yep. I'm, I'm going to, you know, at, at first glance, looking at your team, I thought that Supergirl and Anti Monitor were some big upgrades for you, but following your assessment of Gorilla Gar- Gorilla Grodd, I think that that's uh, a big upgrade just because you get to put Sully on the bench. No offense to Sully. Yeah,
2: I will say one other thing too. Um, I don't know if you've seen it, Cody, but with the flash, and gorilla Gras on the same team. Uh, there has been, there has been, you know, in the show and in the comics, there has been a time where they mesh and make a flash gras, which is terrifying if you have a gorilla running at you at flash speed. So
1: yeah, look out for that. Yeah, that's good. And I also think that Scorpion might compete with Black Panther for that starting defensive back spot. Yep. Simon, so, mean, your Defense thoughts? Back.
0: I was about to say the same. I I actually really like Scorpion as a backup DB, you know. We were kind of talking about this off-air. I I think all of us were kind of considering him or Sub-Zero at one point. So there you go. Uh, I really like the Supergirl, Supergirl pick. I mean, you really can't go wrong with players from Krypton, to be honest. Whether it's Superman, Supergirl, General Zod, you know, even Crypto the Superdog might get picked up eventually, but... You know, you really can't go wrong with this with those Kryptonians at all. So I think that's an excellent pick. Yeah.
1: Dude, how come I just realized that like crypto would have been a great mascot? You know, crypto, the super dog? That'd have right. been a great mascot. <laughs> we
0: might, we might <laughs> well, be, it the to be changing a
1: this franchise already. <laughs> all right. Who's
2: looking at Simon, you
1: Oh. or mine, uh, we could do mine too. Go All right. So I think that power girls far and wide. The biggest upgrade that my team has experienced because you know carnage was, you know, first off power girls going to be a less toxic presence in the locker room than carnage. And like you just said, so, Simon, those uh Kryptonians. You know, they bring some oomph and uh, I think that that fixes probably my biggest weakness on offense. And then Diva also gives me some flexibility because I have no problem at putting Diva at tight end two and running some two tight end sets. And she also play fullback. So while offensive line is said, she's pretty versatile on the offensive side of the ball. All right, go ahead, All
0: right. Um, um, So, person i think will probably make the biggest impact slash there's a big upgrade would probably have to be uh dr manhattan at linebacker it's kind of op not gonna lie he's pretty up there so i would probably see him overtaking genie for sure i think you already said that though did you
1: i said we might see some four linebacker sets because they're all really good
0: uh, Okay. Yeah, you're right. I mean, you can see that too. Or Genie could move around. Either way, four linebacker sets, whatever. You know, I think, I think it's still a good pick, you know, because he's somebody you could definitely, you know, you could go head to head with the best of him, I feel. So that's, uh, that's the one I'm looking out for, for sure.
2: I was also going to say Dr. Manhattan. He was, he was the top of my free agent board as well. Um, he got taken before I get there. So, you know, uh, Dr. Manhattan is going to be a monster in the league. I think he'll I think he could win a, I mean, obviously there's no sixth man of the year We're talking about basketball and football, but
1: he could win that for sure. Yeah, he uh, he's definitely looking to make an impact on this team, and he's definitely OP, you know. Yep. And he's a he's first-round talent that fell to me. In the undrafted free agency, so. Yeah. Yeah. So, Simon, what do you got to say about your team? What, what upgrades do you like, and uh, what new additions do you think will help you?
0: Um, I I really like some of the new additions I got on my team. I'm not gonna lie, I'm biased, but I feel like we got some guys who could and girls who could definitely you know start and get some significant reps. I like Adam Warlock as my backup quarterback. We'll probably never use him at back of, at you know quarterback because you know Superman's not gonna die anytime soon unless y'all have some sort of tonight. And then that affects your Kryptonians on your team too. So I don't know. Uh, you know, we have Adam Warlock. We have and less Kryptonians
1: than you, yeah. Simon. That's all I'm saying.
0: We each have one, though.
1: You yeah, have two too. Kryptonians. General Zod is yeah, Kryptonian. On, on both
0: sides of the ball. Hey, you know, if y'all want to play it that way and, you know, go the PED route or whatever, then that's on y'all. We, we play clean over here. All
2: right.
0: <laughs> no, Oakland Raiders clean. Anyways, uh, running back, Martian Manhunter. I really like him. Loki, I kind of... I kinda of feel like he might overtake Goku or they might just split carries. I don't know. We'll see. I like it. You know, he's somebody who could definitely start for sure. Uh Kratos at linebacker, I, he's the god of war, you know. What where could you go wrong with that? You know, he's a he's a violent guy that you like to have in the middle and who could probably move all over, to be honest, whether it's inside or outside and then Lastly, Scarlet Witch I think will probably be the biggest difference on the squad because uh, she's going to take Deadpool's spot. You know, She could manipulate uh, reality. And as a safety, that's a really big deal. And I think she could cause a lot of chaos that some of the tougher guys on this defensive side of the ball you know, are already doing. So she kind of just fits the mold.
2: Chaotic yep. character. Um I know me and Cody here are talking about two two people here being Martian Manhunter and Scarlet Witch is the biggest upgrades on this team. I'll go ahead and do Martian Manhunter at running back. Um I mean this scares me. I had him as a quarterback on my free agent board. So um, you know, Martian Manhunter, you could get him in there and run some real real crazy trick plays. So um I think Martian Manhunter is a good upgrade and I definitely think if I mean if I'm running this
1: team, he might even get more carries than Goku, to be honest. So Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Martian Manhunter, I thought about drafting him at quarterback in the first round of the real draft. And, uh, you know, I I got a little bit too confident. I thought he was going to slide. But I definitely think that Scarlet Witch is the biggest positional upgrade on this list because, I mean, like, you know, Goku's no scrub at running back, but Deadpool is a scrub at safety. So, like, um, (laughs) (laughs) so Scarlet Witch is, I mean, you know, you don't you don't want to make her upset. She doesn't like to give things up, you know. And uh, yeah, I think that she's gonna she's gonna play smart as well on the defensive side of the ball, and she's gonna bring a different level of seriousness as well. So
2: yeah. All right. So um, yeah, go ahead, Simon. I was just gonna
0: ask y'all: Did y'all want to just give some details about what we we're thinking about with the league? It doesn't have to be anything official. It's just friendly banter
2: so yeah so moving into the uh, the actual um league phase we decided that we're going to try this um because there's no sports re- at the moment maybe we can just make up our own sports that's what we're going for here um, <laughs> <laughs> so we were we were brainstorming things about this um and what we came up with the best i'll say what we came up with first is probably going to have to do with a dice game where we all get together and we would like you know pick plays and stuff like that and roll dice and see how all that would work out that makes it a little bit more, you know, even because probability of dice is, you know, a bunch, much different than just if you just take their overall ratings. Um, so that, that'll make it more like a, a real thing. Some things that didn't work. I tried to do a team builder on NCAA, but they took team builder down. So that was sad. Um, and then I tried <laughs> to do it on Madden and that didn't work either. So those are two things that we could we thought maybe we could do it visually and it would also make it make it really fun. But they didn't work out. So um, we are going to you Know, try and roll with this dice game. Um, obviously, there's going to be some things we're going to work on, and we haven't really put together how long the season's going to be or how it's going to go, but we have the rough draft.
1: Yeah, we're definitely, um, uh, we, we got some ideas of uh, <clears throat> some ideas of numbers here, and uh, we're definitely going to have to edit it a little bit because, um, you know, I Heimdall's not stronger than. Captain Marvel. Captain yeah, Marvel There'll definitely
0: but, be some. But some. But you key. mean attributes? I got you. I got you.
1: Yeah, 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 and and that'll have something to do with the dice too. Um, you know, if uh, any of our listeners have ideas, yeah, go and sure. drop them to us. Tell us. We 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 said it once. If you know of simulations, let us know. Um, so we're saying it again. <laughs> let us know. Um, yeah, a great example of the modifications is like obviously
2: a great example that me and uh, me and my friends are talking about is. Drax may not be the most powerful dude, but he's one of the most athletic dudes in the field. So, I mean, like, that'll have to be a little bit of a, we'll have some modifications to that. But, fun.
0: Yeah. For sure. I mean, either way, I think this is going to be really fun because all we really need is the outcomes and then some stats. And from there, basically just going to be us three making up a really cool storyline. And this is a podcast anyway, so y'all aren't going to be able to see anything. I mean outside of our social media, go ahead and follow follow the cycle 365 on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, what YouTube as well. But for the most part, y'all are gonna be listening to us and we're gonna kinda of be like announcers, kind of like uh sportscasters because it is our league. So I'm looking to get super creative with it. I think it's gonna be fun.
2: Yep. I
1: agree.
2: Yeah, but um, I think that's all we have to say about this uh Spanish Fiction football league, I will say to end up in this podcast and to um, wrap up this fourth segment, we do have a few, few big, big announcements. Well now announcements and I guess announcements and just news. Um, well, first of all, we'll get to is based on all of what's going on in the world right now. Um, just before we started recording today um, on Monday, the 8th, um, the NHL made the, uh, made, Groundbreaking hire. They hired their first Latino um, front office guy. Um, the Arizona Coyotes. What is his name, Cody? I forgot his name.
1: <laughs> Xavier G-
2: Gutierrez. Where is it? Oh yeah, how's it spelled? Yeah, Gutierrez. Xavier Gutierrez. Gutierrez. Yes. Um, Gutierrez. Yep, Xavier Gutierrez is the first Latino front office man playing or to be in the NHL. So that's. That's some pretty big news, especially in the wake of what we've been talking about the last few weeks on the podcast and what's been happening in our world. Um, and then the second thing I wanted to bring up, more a little bit hits home, but our uh, our friend and co-host here, Simon, has got a job. Woo! Congratulations.
0: Yeah, hey, thank you. I'm not gonna say where, because I think I might be crossing some boundaries. But uh, yeah, I finally got one and I didn't think I would no cap yo. i i could say this because i got the job now but no cap they interviewed me for 15 minutes and i met up with my friend and she was like yeah another school interviewed me for 10 minutes but they were never seriously like you know considering me so i kind of just thought for the whole weekend that i wasn't gonna get it. Yeah, i did
1: still be
2: still beat, <laughs> sir, sir. anyways so that's that's it what we have for um news and sports right now and for this podcast uh Look for, we look forward to uh, moving forward and bringing you content of our own sports league, being the fantasy fictional football league. Um, so stay tuned for that. So yeah, thanks for joining me guys. And it
1: was a good podcast
2: about basketball and fantasy fictional stuff.
1: But anyways, I'm Jesse Booten. I'm Cody Stauffer.
0: And I am Simon Villanos. We'll be going back to our regularly scheduled content. So the next episode should probably be the next part of the mini series on youth sports. Check that out. That should drop on Monday. Yeah. Show us some love on social media. That stuff. Hey, check out the last podcast about Black Lives Matter. That is the most important episode we've ever done. Yes. Peace. Peace.